What's going on, y'all? Welcome to the currently unnamed podcast. We're going to call it the JLF podcast for now, but we have some names in the works. If you have ideas, we want to hear them. Uh, I am your host, Josh Levine. I am joined here by my longtime friend, the master of media, the Sultan of Stoke, co-host of the JLF podcast, my man, Travis Hatch. Travis, what's going on, man? What is up, everybody? How you doing? How's life? How's business? Life is good. Um, yeah, business is crazy. I'm working on a lot of video projects with a bunch of different clients, music videos, real estate, um, fitness. Fitness. For anybody who sees my content and wonders who does it, it's definitely not me. I, I'm not that good with my <laughs> iPhone. <laughs> anybody who needs some content done. Yeah, so I'm, I'm doing that. I'm doing a lot with uh, some real estate investing in uh, in Denver as well. So I'm been been super busy. I guess that's kind of what we're going to talk about today is like, um, you know, the difference between pandemic, like being busy and making moves and pandemic and like talking about how, what do I do all day? Yeah. People who are just like bored and have nothing to do. Yeah. Just do something. Do something. Do literally yeah. anything. Come on. <laughs> so yeah, we're going to get into it here, but um, this is essentially what the podcast is going to be about guys. It's, this is a place for us to educate. We want to inspire people. I want to connect with you guys um, and all sorts of like-minded people on, you know, anything, health, fitness, business, life, et cetera. Basically, if it relates to mind, muscle, or money, you'll find it here. So um, today we're going to get into uh, Travis and I's transition from corporate to the self-employed life because we both came from corporate. A lot of our friends come from corporate as well and kind of just got sick of it. And uh, so we're going to talk about a list of, we have a list here of seven qualities or things that you can focus on that are either necessary or just very, very helpful to make that switch. I feel like some people, and Travis, tell me if you've, you've experienced this, some people are feeling like they have to save up like X amount of dollars or six months of expenses um, or, or get to a point before they're comfortable making the leap. And of course, the more risk you're taking on, the more you should be prepared for it. But like, honestly, I, I'm pretty, I'm pretty reckless. <laughs> so, I mean, our, my story is a little different um, and we'll jump into those from a very high level, but I just kind of went for it. And I think that's really what it takes. Yeah. No, I mean, I, uh, I have the same experience, you know, I, I wasn't prepared starting my own business and I wasn't, um, I didn't even like the, the jump into it wasn't a decision that I even made really in the beginning. It was, um, my company was shut down and I lost my job and, uh, it was just, you know, that was kind of like the, the starting point. I was like, fuck it. I'm just gonna, um, I'm just gonna do this thing full time, you know? You need to have some sort of like savings or, you know, you need to have a plan. Um, but yeah, a, a big, a big, you know, portion of it is just being able to just jump right into it. Mm -hmm. Did you have the same experience? Like, did you like prepare for it or? I've prepared for zero, zero, literally zero things in my entire life. <laughs> so, so like when I got out of college, I took the job that gave me the most money. It was corporate as fuck. Like I hated it but it, they gave me a lot of money. Yeah. And every time I tried to quit, they gave me more money. Right. So I tried to quit a lot. And then eventually we just moved out here also on a whim. Like my buddy called me on a Wednesday, asked me if I wanted to move to Colorado. I said, yes, we literally quit our jobs the next day, hit the road, didn't have a place to live until we got to Indiana. Um, and I got into tech and I worked for a startup and I was like, okay, this is more my speed. Um, 
there was like eight people at the company, uh, unlimited vacation. Everybody did their work. Um, nobody was like an asshole about it. Um, and then similar situation, my company sold and I was left without a job. And that all happened during my, uh, my, my throat surgery, which we'll talk about at a different time. Cause that's a long story in itself. Um, but basically when I, I left the country, went to find myself, came back, wanted to train and my parents. And I think a lot of people thought it was like a, a phase. Like I just wanted to like be a trainer for a little while, but I was like, no, this is what I want to do for my career. So I got a job at 24 hour fitness, um, learned a ton there. I think most people start at a big box gym like that. And then, um, when I got sick of them taking so much money from me because like they have to run their own business. I get it. Um, I just went off on my own and I had a few clients come with me and then I just built up from there. But like, I didn't, I didn't plan. I just like decided to do it one day. Um, so I was working for 24 one week and the next week I was at my own gym. So no planning, but, um, I feel like that's part of it is like, don't over, like, here we go. <laughs> List number one is don't overthink it. Yeah. Like some of y'all be thinking way too much about shit. And in my opinion, like you need to be able to take almost reckless action. We call it the fuck it factor. You got to yeah. have a little bit of fuck it in you. My story, obviously I have a lot of fuck it factor. Like I, I, I sometimes don't think things through as well as I should. Um, but I think it's easy to get overwhelmed with all the stuff you have to do for X, all the stuff you have to do to leave your corporate job, all the stuff you have to do to start your training business, your freelance business, whatever it is. Um, so a lot of things, I think a good tip to help not overthink is to break things down. If you have all these things to do, your brain's going to have a good way of like making that seem like a huge amount of work, break that down. And I guarantee if you write down a list of all the things you have to do, it's like five things. Yeah. It's not that many. Yeah. Or even if it's a lot of things, there's a lot of like studies in psychology. That's, that's what I went for to college for what, what they found is like, if you give somebody um, two weeks to complete a task, they'll, they'll use two weeks to complete that task. If you gave that, give that same person three days to complete that task, they'll complete the task in three days. So your brain uh, has a way of, you know, organizing your life around your priorities and your, uh, you know, your projects and all of that. And so it'll fill, you'll be able to like fill the amount of the amount of time that you give yourself. So if you say, um, I need to be prepared to, you know, start this business or, or, or do this thing and you say, you know, how, how long is that going to take to get prepared? I don't know. You know, I have an indefinite amount of time or maybe a year. That's how much time you're going to fill. Right. Mm -hmm. But if you just jump in and do it, you're going to, you're going to be able to accomplish those things. I found when I was in, when I was in college that like when I was just doing college, my grades were horrible. I was like the first year I was like <laughs> about to like fail um, and then when I got a job and then another job and, and my schedule filled up, my grades like doubled. Um, you know, I went from like a 1.8 to like a 3.4 GPA. I'm not doing the stuff because I have plenty of time to do it. And, and that's where procrastination comes in. But if you're busy, you're able to give yourself shorter timelines and get things done faster and more efficiently. Yeah. I work really well that way personally. Yeah. Like even in college, I, 
I waited until like a few days before assignments were due to do them. Yeah. Cause I work, I work better under pressure. I think a lot of people need to get more comfortable with pressure. Yeah. But, um, I want to hear, I want to hear, and I think other people probably want to hear more about your story, not just like my fitness side of things, but you getting into freelance photo and video, how'd that happen? And, and yeah. how quickly did you just dive in? Um, yeah, we, we went to the, we went to college together. Mm-hmm. We've known each other for a long time. Can't um, uh, graduated same, same type of thing. I, I have got a degree in psychology. Um, then I got like a corporate job after that. Um, I worked there for two to three years. Um, and same thing. I was like, it was a great place to work, you know, great, great people. Um, but just didn't really feel, you know, fulfilled, wanted more adventure. I moved out to California, um, did a lot of traveling. Um, I lived, moved to Australia for a year. Um, and, and, uh, you know, I did a lot of like random jobs. So I've, I've lived like a, a, a couple different, a few different lives, right? I did the college thing. Then I did like the corporate job. Um, then I did the like, traveling and doing random things type lifestyle. Um, and then I did like the startup life when I got back, um, to back to the U S to California, I worked for a startup for like three years. Um, and what I found is like, there's pros and cons to every type of thing. Right. So even like traveling and just doing whatever you want, there's plenty of cons to that. There's like the stress and anxiety of like seeing your friend, like having zero financial plan, like no money, um, not knowing what you're going to do, like, you know, seeing your friends, like doing, you get, you know, they're doing things without you. Like there's, there's pros and cons to like every type of lifestyle. So I think like, you know, it, it took me a while of like trying a lot of different things to realize the things that I really liked and the things that I really didn't like. Um, and by the end of my time, I mean, working for a startup's probably close, you know, the, of, of the, the job scenarios, it's probably the closest to what I, to what I like. But what I realized is like, I just really don't like, working for somebody else is what it comes down to. Like, I don't like it. And I also don't like having no, you know, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a creative person. I need to have a creative outlet. And I don't like, I just don't like the aspect of like working for somebody else. Mm -hmm. Um, There's plenty of pros to it, you know, like a guarantee, you know, a guaranteed paycheck, quote unquote, Um, you know, vacation times, weekends off. There's all of those things that you don't get when you're working for yourself. Uh, but it just depends on what, you know, yeah. Picking, picking your, your pain that you're, that you're willing to, to put up with. But yeah. Cause you're all, no matter what, at any phase in your life, like fucking Jeff Bezos still has pain. Right. It's just like, he's yeah, continued it, to, ch- yeah, tons of it, probably more than we can relate to. Yeah. Um, especially having lost half of his, <laughs> yeah. his, uh, no, I mean, finances. once you have that like, much, your pain is. Like you still have stress and anxiety. It's yeah. called like losing everything. Like yeah. when you have everything, then you have everything to lose. Yeah, you're, it's you're not like not struggling. You're just choosing your struggles. Yeah, and continuing to grow. So exactly, um, I think that's an important note. You're never gonna like run away from your pain. Yeah, no. But yeah, so then, so basically, uh, COVID happened. Company was shut down. Started my own media business. Is what I'm what I'm doing. Um, so I do like marketing for, uh, people like Josh, small business owners, um, fitness professionals, real estate professionals, and I help them create, um, video and photo content, um, for, for social media and all kinds of different things. So I, I do a, a wide range of things right now, but that's, uh, 
that's the the journey I'm on now. And for anybody who is, you know, looking to do their own thing, um, there are over 57 million freelancers in the U.S. Half of the working population is planning to turn to f- or is looking to turn to freelance over the next five years. Almost 30 million freelancers are long-term oriented. 91% of freelancers think the future of their profession is bright. So there's a lot of there's a lot of people who are either doing their own thing or looking to do their own thing of some sort in the U.S. and especially going forward. So we'll we'll talk about a few aspects that might be able to to help you with that. Yeah, I think um, a lot of y'all who are listening to this might have an idea or something that you're passionate about and you want to pursue that. Fucking pursue that. Like finding your passion is what's going to make you a successful person. I truly, truly believe that Um, you're going to work so much harder for if you're doing something that you love. So let's get into it. We already kind of talked about the first one. Number one is don't overthink it. Like take reckless action, have a little bit of fuck it factor in you. Um, You got to be able to dive in. And Travis had shared some interesting tidbits from his psychology background about why that works and how that works. So let's get into number two is you need to have an absolutely insane belief in yourself. Like a, like a Donald Trump or Kanye level believe in yourself. Um, and, and, and that doesn't mean that you're not going to experience imposter syndrome or anything like it. Like imposter syndrome is very real. Uh, and I think people from all levels experience it, but not starting because you're worried that you're not going to be good enough is honestly a fucking shit excuse. Like this is our, this is our first podcast episode and I'm sure the first 50 are going to suck. Yeah. But like, if you guys think this one's good, then that, that's cool. Give us five yeah. stars. Yeah. I guess if you're, if you're going to start something like it should be something that like, you can probably think of things that this relates to, but something where, you know, like, oh, I'm not very good right now, but I'm going to be like, I'm going to get here, mm-hmm. you know? And like, really believe that. If you don't believe that, you're going to have a hard time, I think. And also, who just is good at things? Yeah, like, exactly. What are you, a fucking prodigy? Yeah. And, and and yeah, right? <laughs> and, but, like, nobody is, though. That's the thing. So, like, you know, Kevin Hart is one of the most, maybe the most financially successful comedian of all time. He's definitely one of the most financially successful comedians of all time. But he was in the game for, like, 15 years before before anybody knew who he was. He was doing stand-up for 15 years so like the idea that you would start doing something and you know be that level good after 15 days is just delusional and just understanding that um that you know it it takes yeah it takes time but like but like knowing that you're going to be able to get there like it, and if you're trying something and you don't know that you're going to get there or you're like telling yourself it like maybe you're doing the wrong thing you need it needs to be something that you know like I love doing this like I love the the aspects where like I have to sit down for four hours and and research and learn things. Like I love doing that. Mm -hmm. Like that's the way I feel about what I'm doing. Like I spend time literally every day um, either doing like an online course or like researching things so that like every, every day I'm getting better at the aspects of video. And I don't, I don't look at that as like homework. It's like stuff I like to do. So knowing that you're going to get to a certain place is uh, you have to really believe that. Yeah. And, and it, I know a lot of my fitness friends listen to this podcast, um, or will listen to this podcast when we release the episode. Um, the same thing goes for your health and fitness. Like you're not going to 
learn a movement or start working out and all of a sudden be really good at it and see the results that you want. This shit takes time. Anything that you want, anything that's worth it is going to take time. You just have to believe that it's going to happen. Um, so moving on. Number three, I love this one. You need an abundance mindset. Yeah. I think uh, the difference between people with abundance and versus scarcity mindsets, and we could do a whole podcast on this, is unbelievably obvious. And, and this could be in anything. Like, I think it's, well, I don't think it's weird, but I get a lot, I get a lot of people who uh, question how often myself and other coaches in my space are hyping up other coaches. You know, I have people that reach out and they're saying, isn't that your competition? Well, yeah, it's my competition, but there's fucking 8 billion people in the world. There's enough to go around. I'm not worried about it. And if I know someone, if I have a coach that I know can better serve you, I'm going to point you that way because my, my goal isn't to take as many clients as I can. My goal is to help as many people as I can. And if someone else can help you better than I can, then fuck, man, I'm, I'm doing my job. So have an abundance mindset. Um, I think I, I also love the uh, abundance mindset when it comes to money, although it could get you in trouble sometimes, uh, is I think my, my client Kylie said this. And ever since I've just been living this way, money flows to me like fucking water. I never worry about money. And I know that's super privileged and I've gotten myself in trouble. But like the point is, and I've talked to other people like Anthony Spada about um, like getting yourself into trouble or getting yourself into situations that are hard to get out of. Like, obviously I'm not trying to get myself into a financial situation, but I know I can get out of it. Yeah. Like I, like with Anthony Spada, we talked about this with our mental health. We've both struggled mentally. We've hit rock bottom, dude can't get fucking worse. I already beat that shit. I know I can pull myself back out. So have an abundance mindset with, when it comes to your clients, your work, um, living with a scarcity mindset just sounds exhausting. Yeah. What is, what, what does an abundance mindset mean to you? To me, it's like, there's plenty to go around. Like I'm not going to start hoarding clients or discounting my services or doing all sorts of weird shit just to get more clients, to get more money, to be able to um, grow more in ways that don't agree with my approach or like how I, how I like to handle my business because there's plenty to go around. If I lose a client, I don't fucking worry about it. Yeah. I know someone else is going to come on. Yeah. So um, I, I don't, I don't operate that way. It's almost like, like not, to, not like I'm constantly on offense, but I'm on offense more than I'm on defense. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, that's that's interesting. So my 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 work background, both both of us, I guess, is like all sales and marketing. Yep. And um, in sales training that I've had, we talk about like um, the law of average, um, not average the way you think about it. <laughs> I know how you feel about average. I fucking hate average. But in sales. <laughs> It's very important because you because you want things to be average in sales, right? Mm -hmm. You don't want to over-celebrate your wins and you don't want to feel bad about your losses because in the end, it all translates into one average number. And that's mm -hmm. what you need to focus on. And so in like in in sales, like to that point, like, you know, you um, 
because if you don't do that, then like, let's say you come off of three losses, you're going to be like desperate and whoever you're working with is going to smell that is going to sense that. And it's like weird that like desperate mm-hmm. salesman thing. It's like, nobody wants to be around that shit. Yeah. Um, and so I think that is an abundance mindset. I think it's the same thing. Like knowing like, Oh, I just failed fucking six times. Like who cares? doesn't matter in the mm-hmm. end. It's all going to be, it's all going to be fine. You know? I'm just coming off of six. That there's no such thing as like failure. It's like m- this portion is just some some learning experiences. It's just a stepping stone. Get to the next thing. Yeah. And like worst case, I, I, yeah. I was I was watching the off. I was thinking about this last night. Watching the Office, right? And uh, uh, where where Michael gets uh, where Michael quits his job or whatever. And then I, somebody said something like, "Oh, it's tough out there," you know. And I was thinking about that. Like, it's really only tough out there hard to find a job if you're thinking about only one thing like worst case scenario i'll go be a scuba diving instructor like i'll do anything i'll go work construction like i don't you know what i mean like yeah. you have a phone in a car fucking yeah. uber like if in the, you know there's a, so many different things that i can do or that i have experience with i can literally do anything but if i'm just thinking like oh i need to be the exact same position or better in the exact same field like it's good to become a specialist in your field but understand that Things are abundant just because the thing that you're doing isn't necessarily right now doesn't mean that it is like it is abundant. And, you know, sometimes it requires you like learning something new or trying something new. But, um, yeah, I, I love that. That's kind of the that, that's the way I think about it, I guess. Like, you know, just be confident that something will work out. <laughs> yeah. Any all, anything has to yeah. work out. And if you keep on failing, like, y'all, you only got to win once. Yeah. And I think of, I like your, your, um, your average or what I would, uh, I think of it as trends. Um, I think a lot of clients who are listening to this might relate to this. If you're new to tracking your weight, people freak out if the scale spikes or like over celebrate if the scale drops to to like a number and y'all it's going to go up or down. Like it's never the same. I know I have like one client who's always the same. Uh, and it bothers me, <laughs> but, but like, yeah, you can't over celebrate when it goes up or down or whichever way you want it to go. We're looking for trends. So as long as you're looking for trends, then, uh, then I think that's important. And that's just another fitness, uh, comparison I think was might, might help some people. Number four, be adaptable. I think this is so underrated. Some people just can't adapt. And how obvious was it when quarantine hit? And people were losing their jobs. And like, don't don't get me wrong. Like, I feel for these people. People were losing their jobs, um, especially those who are self-employed. Like, businesses are getting shut down. I feel for these people. But y'all, there's always a pivot. And I think between us and our group of friends, like, this is when you started your business. And this is when my online business really took off. Y'all, there's always a pivot. Like you're always going to come up against adversity. You're always going to come up against roadblocks. There's growth, there's growing pains. There's always going to be something you need to be able to pivot. The only reason I remain successful through COVID, through quarantine is because I was able to pivot and move all of my clients online and then grow my online business. I'm more successful now than I was before COVID. So I think being adaptable is super important. You've done a pretty good job of this as well. Like you're not just, doing one thing you're open to working with all sorts of different people um this is probably my greatest strength i guess mm-hmm. like if i were to look back it's just like i love starting new things and i love 
ending old things. <laughs> uh, and so like that, you know, that's something that I'm good at. Um, like I, like, but yeah, like I said, you know, you're, you're, you're doing your thing. If it doesn't work out, like I'll just do anything else. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not worried about that. Do you think that we've traveled so much? Yeah. Has helped that? Cause the way we travel, you and I is we just like buy a one way and figure it out. Like we don't really plan very yeah. much. We just get, I like, I like being thrown into a random city. Like put me in Ho Chi Minh right now. I'll, I'll thrive. Yeah. But yeah, no, it really like that. That's, that's probably where I got like the real world experience of that. Like it's definitely something that I understood. And like, I've always like, I'm, I basically move every year. I'm always doing new things. Mm-hmm. Like I don't, I just, I don't like to get, I don't like to get comfortable. Mm-hmm. And I think getting too comfortable is, um, is like, super dangerous because it's just unrealistic like you're never you know well it's complacent yeah i feel like things are going to change regardless so like get over it yeah um uh yeah i think like like traveling is a great way to to experience that like literally book book a ticket to a city and that's it and just go figure it and figure it out with a plan of being there for six months and figure it out and it's like insane how um how easy easily you can figure it out well because like you, you have can go to. get a job <laughs> like it's just they're everywhere isn't like, that crazy yeah jobs are everywhere well yeah. n- not right now i don't want to like be uh di- like insensitive but right. and not and definitely not for like everybody obviously there's people who can't do things yeah but um, but, um, but there um, is something like you can always do something yeah i think th- that's an awesome like challenge for anybody is to just yeah, book a ticket anywhere, preferably to a place where you don't speak the same language. Right. And just, like, su- just survive. Yeah. Go to Thailand for a month and just figure it out. Yeah. You can literally, if, even if you don't have money, you can find jobs to do. You can find friends. You'll find places to stay. Like, it, it's really not that. Dude, um, you just sell feet pics on the internet. Seriously. There's a, <laughs> start an OnlyFans. Yeah. <laughs> There's so many ways to make money here, so... Um, yeah, be adaptable. I think that's a super important one. I love this next one because of the way that it is. (laughs) Number five, have an insane, insatiable appetite for all things growth. If you're not constantly learning, constantly evolving, constantly willing to hear other perspectives, uh, constantly challenging yourself, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. How are you going to be in a job, especially if you're working for yourself? How how are any coaches just not going to be learning more? Yeah. Like if you, and in, in your, in your case, if you just stopped learning, you'd be filming on a fucking iPhone four, like with videos that looked like they were taken on a potato. Like you have to continue to learn and adapt and evolve. It's like, it's really Mm -hmm. not that hard to go learn that you already know how to use a camera, spend like $400 on an online course and like a month of your time and you'll know how to do it. It's, it's um yeah it's it all it's definitely part of being adaptable as well um but you have you have to uh, a term that i that i heard a while back that i liked was lifelong learner like mm-hmm. that's the that's like the mindset that you should have you just no matter what you're doing cuz like it doesn't really matter what you're doing even if you're um have a corporate job and like that's what you like um to do well if you want to get a raise like you got to get better at you it. You got to get better at your job and better at um, thinking for yourself and thinking creatively. And like this is, uh, you know, that's how you do it. You, yeah. Um, I think it's easier to do that when you're passionate 
about what you're doing? Because, okay, so when I started, when I before I even got my personal trainer certification was when I had my throat surgery. And I was, long story short, I was out for a month, for a year, couldn't lift anything for a year. I just realized that for the first few months while I was bedridden, hooked up to a fucking feeding tube, all I was doing besides watching Game of Thrones was learning about fitness and health and nutrition. And I was, I was basically planning my own comeback, but I didn't get sick of it. And like, I didn't love school. It wasn't something, you know, I wasn't learning things that I was really interested in. So once I started learning about something I was passionate about, which was health and fitness, I realized that as I was doing it, decided to get my personal trainer. I just got my personal trainer certification while I was in recovery because I realized that this is something that I'm always going to be learning about. Yeah. So find your passion and then that insatiable appetite for growth should come along with it. Yeah. In my opinion. Yeah. And I think I have a note here to talk about imposter syndrome because I think especially for people who are either looking to start their own thing or worried that they don't know enough. Um, you know, like I mentioned earlier, imposter syndrome is real. Here's the thing though. That shit keeps me on my toes. Cause I just never think I'm good enough. I'm always trying to learn more. I always feel like I have to be better. I always feel like I have to be more educated, more precise, more consistent, more intelligent. Like the people that I want to be coaching alongside, in my opinion, are so much more educated and knowledgeable and good at what they do than, than I am. But then like, you know, when people are on Instagram and they're like, Hey, recommend some people to follow. And I show up next to them. I'm like, Oh fuck man. Like, I got to work harder. Like I've, I want to feel like I've earned my spot to be mentioned alongside those people. Like I feel like I need to do them justice and like honor them and their craft. So that actually keeps me learning even more. And I think that's, I think that's a really good place to be as long as you can keep a good like handle on it. Yeah. For what I'm doing for video, for instance, um, I'm always looking at people that are better than me um, more experienced than me, even just from a standpoint of like, I don't like, I see what they've done and I don't know how to do it, but I know that's what I want it to look like. Mm -hmm. And so you just are putting the pieces together. It's not going to happen overnight, but it's going to happen. Like I know for a fact that, it, that I'm going, that my, the things that I'm doing are going to look like that at some mm -hmm. point. Like, I don't know. It could be a year. It could be six months, could be one month, you know, maybe it's just, change of equipment. Maybe it's just getting, you know, this, 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 I don't, I don't know what it is, but I'm going to keep trying things until I, like, I know what I want it to, to look like. Mm -hmm. Um, a couple tips for me that, that I do. <laughs> One is literally carve out time every single day to be educating yourself. Mm -hmm. Like you treat your entire life, like you're in school forever. So if, if you either, you either like there's a, whatever you're doing, there's a million books, YouTube, like this is, tw we're almost in 2021. The information is there for free or very cheap. There's books, there's YouTube, there's online courses, like get those things. And, and when you've learned all of that, then it's like, okay, start teaching yourself things or, or find mentors or whatever. Like you need to, you need to be doing that. Like literally every day you should, you should spend some time doing that. And then, uh, also too, like I've noticed I, what I've found is like a lot of people I've talked to you, like they don't take notes and it seems mm -hmm. like, it seems weird. That's like huge. Like if you're not doing that right now, like literally start taking notes, like start writing things down. 
if you're not if you have a, if you're not happy with your job and you want to do your own thing at some point and you don't have like tons of notes like you're like you need to start doing that you need to start writing things down because there's no way for you to have like a goal or vision in mind and progress forward and grow without like writing things down literally it can't like that's that's like a huge like thing i agree and yeah i like i remember things way better when i write them down like it sets in for me and as far as educating yourself that's something that i've learned to do as a part of my morning and nighttime routines so like during the day i'm always like work 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 but i always want to set aside time to educate myself so i do that in the morning i have like usually 40 minutes to an hour when I'm while I'm eating breakfast, because I, I carve out two hours for my morning routine. And so for about an hour of that, I'm learning. I'm either on Iron Intellects, YouTube, IGTVs, um, or my new thing is Reddit. I've like finally got Reddit yeah. set up the way I want it to. Um, in, and in that case, like, yes, yeah, a lot of times I'm learning about fitness stuff, but other times I just learn about weird shit. Today I learned that there may be a potential link between um, bacteria found in the in the gut microbiome and plaque that develops in the brain as a connection towards Alzheimer's disease. Wow. Like I'm not just learning about fitness stuff. Like all science amazes me. Yesterday I learned that spiders. Inv- <laughs> I want to say it this way, even though it's not true. That spiders invented bondage. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess male spiders like literally tie up females. Yeah. To prevent Fact. so that spiders they don't are the get- <laughs> kinkiest motherfuckers on the animal planet. <laughs> For real, because the females will bite them and eat them. Yeah. They'll, like, try to kill them. So they literally just tie them up or, like... <laughs> wow. Yeah, it's kind of fucked Savage. up. <laughs> Nature don't care. I wonder what their safe word is. <laughs> so, yeah, always be, always be learning. Always be growing. Number six. These next two, I really like. Um, Travis had added these on as, as very good points. And I think they apply to more than more than just growing your business or taking this leap into being self-employed, but you need patience. Some of y'all don't have any patience and I'm not the most patient motherfucker in the world. <laughs> I'm working on it, but I understand that things are going to take time. And like Gary V didn't get to where he is because like by not being patient, Jeff Bezos didn't get to where he is by not being patient. These dudes started off, like doing the hard, boring shit, you know, like Gary Vee's selling fucking baseball cards and yeah, he was really good at it, but like these people were patient. So, um, it seems like common sense. I don't know. I'm going to let you take this one. Cause I think you've, you, you, ex, you exude patience much better than I do. It's not my strongest muscle <laughs> on the outside. <laughs> on the outside. I'm extremely impatient as well. well. I think part but of growth, that is man. like, it's like, yeah, I want it now. And yeah. so I'm hungry for it. So I'm going to work really fucking hard for it. Yeah. But also understanding that that's like you don't have to be good at patience, but understanding mm-hmm. that it's important and something that you can get better at is that's good enough. You yeah, know? Um, that's the growth aspect. Like mm-hmm. just because just because like I know that this is an important thing and it's something that I focus on doesn't mean that I'm even good at it at this point. I'm mm-hmm. still like very impatient and it's hard. But but yeah, it's just understanding like timelines of things, I guess, or having a better grasp on time like um it's kind of like a double double edged sword because you need to or I don't even know if that's the right term for it, but yeah, you need to be you need to almost be impatient to like to like move forward, but um, 
but you need to understand that like I like I said earlier about Kevin Hart like anybody that you're anybody that you are thinking of right now who's doing something that you want to do better than you um, there's just no way that they've done it for less time than you you know what I mean yep they're probably better because they've been doing it their entire life or at least three to a thousand times longer than you have you know um, that's just the way that it is like it and you know it takes time and repetition and failure to like get better at things it's i mean it's 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 common sense but it's um but it's but common it's sense hard. isn't that common what's the <laughs> what's the term yeah, i think uh, that's it yeah it's uh you know maybe you have to try something for like a year you know before you start to get good at it and i think a lot of people just aren't willing to like put that put that work in yeah and i think there's a difference between patience and sense of urgency yeah like have a sense of urgency but have patience in its application yeah you have a good point here about stress management i think like lack of patience or the ability to to flex that muscle is a big cause of stress and so y'all i'm always talking about stress management like especially when it comes to physique enhancement y'all know my stance it is just stress management so take care of yourself and like give yourself like basically short like lengthen your fuse the more you take care of yourself the more patient you're going to be because you're not going to be walking around like a fucking ticking time bomb all the time yeah. Like take care of yourself, do shit that fills your own cup, charge your own battery, and then you're not going to have a short fuse and explode on somebody for fucking like looking at you. The wrong right. Way. Yeah. That, that, that's my point. Like, I think there's a lot of like, <clears throat> there's a lot of like hustle mentality people out there who like just take it too far. Um, where it's like, all right, if you sleep three less hours a night, you have an extra year a year, every year to yeah. do your thing and you get it done faster. And it's like, yeah. Or you could sleep those three hours and just understand that it's going to take you an extra year. That's my point with patience yeah. is like, do the, like you need to take care of yourself. And yeah, maybe if you like did uh, permanent damage to your body during the one lifetime that you have, you could accomplish the thing that you want 70, you know, 25% faster, or you could just do it at the speed that you're moving at and be healthy and enjoy your time so um setting your setting yourself up and your expectations to like do it slowly in the right way i think i'd argue you'd be more productive yeah right because like your brain's gonna like if i'm if i start getting stressed out while i'm working i take a 10 minute walk i come back i'm good yeah a lot of people are like oh i don't have time to take that 10 minute walk like i gotta get this done yeah but you're not productive right now. Yeah. So go fucking walk it off, come back and finish it. Yeah. So like if that relates to sleep, if that means you sleep for an extra hour, dude, the difference that I feel between seven and eight hours of sleep is massive. Oh, so yeah. I used to sleep six hours and like, I can't do that. how yeah. you're a fucking idiot. Yeah. <laughs> so be patient. Number seven, this is the last one. Um, self-awareness. Like, I think for a lot of people in this self-employed space, like we do what we do because working for someone else just isn't our vibe. It just doesn't work well with us. Um, maybe it works well for you. Maybe you like to, you know, have a plan to follow that's not yours or you work best when someone tells you what to do. And that doesn't mean that you're not going to make a good self-employed person. 
It means that you either should work for someone else or understand that you're going to need help along the way. You know, I've gotten to where I'm at within my business on my own. And at this point, I have the pieces. I just need someone to help me figure out how to put them together. And I'm not going to be able to do that without some guidance. And so I'm essentially hiring someone to tell me what to do as my business coach. So I'm still working for myself. I just need guidance. And that, like, I I do so much better with that than I would if I'm, like, handcuffed to a job at a corporate place where I have a boss and I'm working on some team for something that like isn't helping me, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. But I think that being aware of where you're at, what you need, what you're good at, what you need help with and how you work best is a really important skill. It's like what, you know, uh, just knowing what you really want, I guess. Um, So for me, I just know that like I've, there's an inherent like uncomfortability that I just feel all the time. If I'm like working for somebody else, it's like, you know, Monday morning meetings and the being accountable to somebody else for my mistakes. Like I hate, I I hate that. So I don't even know if, you know, what, what I'm doing right now, I'm, I'm like passionate, driven, all these things. It kind of checks all that box, those boxes, but it was more about like, you know, Work, working for myself is what makes me feel more like fulfilled, I guess. And like, I know, I, you know, I know that about myself to be, to be true. And like, I think before you jump into something, you should, you should, yeah, it's, it's almost more important to, to, uh, figure out your self-awareness than even have like a bank account. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like you just need to know that this is like what you want to do. Yeah. And that might change. Right. Right. So it's not like you figure it out once and you're good. Yeah. Like you, you got to keep paying attention to yourself and that kind of falls into self-care, self-exploration, self-work, things like that. So, and, and that never ends either. Like how many, how many people do you talk to who are in their sixties, seventies, eighties and talking about work? And I think it's always fun to ask, to talk to people about what they want to do. how did you know? How did you know? that you wanted to do this or when did you know what you wanted to do for your work and the amount of people who are in their 60s, 70s and 80s that are like, I still don't know what the fuck I want to do. Yeah. Is wild because it's always changing. Exactly. You just do what you like. Maybe you knew what you wanted to do at that one time and it changed later. Yeah. That's totally fine. That's I don't anticipate that I'm always going to only be in fitness. This is something I'm always going to do, but I plan to have other businesses. I'm not like, I'm always going to be having a new thing that I'm exploring. And if I'm passionate about it, then I want to share it with people and I want to help other people do that thing. And there's usually like a monetary exchange that happens there that usually can become a really successful business. I don't want to open businesses that I'm not passionate about. Yeah. So being self-aware, but always, but also like constantly self-exploring. Yeah. Something more like, grounded that, that I, that I realized like this, I think this, you know, this is the right thing for me is, uh, is your risk, like your risk tolerance and your perception of risk. So a lot of people would say that working for yourself is riskier because, um, because you don't have like a guaranteed paycheck. But for me, I feel the opposite. Same. That's, that's a big part of Mm -hmm. is it's, I, I also just don't feel stable if I'm working for somebody else, because like 
the days of you working for one employer your whole life are like gone. Like mm-hmm. they're, they don't, they don't care about you like period, because why would they like things are so hard. Like they're, they're trying to keep the business running. Like if they have to like make some cuts, they have to make some cuts. Like they don't give a shit. Like mm-hmm. you, you'll go get a new job. Right. So like, they don't care about you. You, you have no security. So for me, I just, I feel like I have more security if I'm the one that the money's dependent on and I've got like a bunch of different clients. Maybe I have a falling out with one or, you know, they, they move or whatever. I lose one client. Okay. That's like a mm-hmm. part of my income. I have tons of other clients, right? Mm-hmm. How is that more risky than having one source of income I don't from know. somebody I, that I could literally fire that. you at any second for any reason? And also like, like to me, the risk is not doing what I love. Yeah. So not only financially in like, if I want to make more money working by my, for myself, I can just go do that. Right. If I'm working for someone else, I have to ask for a raise. I have to prove that I earned it, whatever. If I'm working for myself, like if I make more money, it's because I earned it. And if I want to make more, I can make more. I just have to learn how to do it. But there's also the fact that if I'm working for someone else, there's a, and, and, Maybe I don't like my job. Maybe I don't like the structure. Maybe I'm uncomfortable with, uh, you know, the the management or whatever. There's so many moving parts. That's a risk that I'm not willing to take. I want to do my own shit. Yeah. So I think that's a really good point. And we're going to end on that one. I think, I hope that this was helpful for you guys. We, we covered seven pretty good points here. And um, my goal here for this podcast is like every time anyone listens to this podcast, I want y'all to come away with something actionable or educational that can impact you in a positive way. So I hope we've done that today. If you guys enjoyed this episode, um, and you know, I really hope that you did, please scroll to the bottom of your screen. Give us a five-star rating. It's super easy to do. Easy to do. It's literally the screen that you're looking at right now. Just scroll to the bottom, click five stars. Would really appreciate it. Um, if, you do, if you do give us five stars, wait, can, can we do this? Can we buy people coffee? <laughs> I don't know if we can do that. But if you scroll, if you give us five stars and screenshot it and post it to your story and tag us, we might buy you coffee. I'll give you something. I'll give you something. I'll, I'll Venmo you 69 I, cents. Yeah. <laughs> I'll Venmo you for a coffee. Yeah. Um, as always, you can find us on Instagram. I am at, at Josh Levine Fitness. Travis is at Travis Hawks Media. Um, if you guys have any questions relating to the pod or not, if you just want to chat, slide into the DMs, guys. We're there. We want to connect. We want to talk to you guys. Hit us up. We'd love to hear from you. Thank you all for tuning in to episode one of the JLF podcast. We'll see you next week. See ya. Charles, don't we?